True Multifamily is an On Air Brands production and a proud member of the On Air Brands Network. Hey there, entrepreneurs. Eric Cabral here, founder of On Air Brands and host of the Entrepreneur Circle and Capital Hacking. I wanted to share something truly unique with you that we've created called Pod Max, which is an amazing opportunity to connect you with major podcasts to help you share your fascinating stories with their communities. This unique invitation-only event includes interviews with you on top-rated business podcasts all in one day. It also provides a unique networking opportunity with high-performance guests and thought leaders who are authors, coaches and consultants, investors, speakers, executives, you name it. These are the type of people that you need to be around. We also provide industry expert keynotes to hit our stage to share insights on podcasting, investing, marketing to help you take things to the next level. And the cool thing about Podmax is that it has a multimedia agency engine behind it with on-air brands to provide social media promotions before and after the event to share your brand new shows with your network. So hit the apply now button at podmax.co and I hope to see you at the next Podmax event. This is True Multifamily, the show where we dive in on what really happens after closing a multifamily property. We're going to expose the role of asset manager. That's a person who has a responsibility of seeing the vision, executing the plan, and managing people, budgets, and timelines, all to deliver returns for our investors. These are the real struggles, the real victories, and the real stories of asset management. Welcome back to another episode of True Multifamily. I'm your host, Justin Fraser. Guys, I'm so excited to be back. I just landed back from the Best Ever Conference. This is a conference put on by Joe Fairless, and it is all about multifamily investing. I had a great time. It was located in Keystone, Colorado. Now, I went there with really one singular goal. Now, every time I go to a conference or a meetup, I always sit and talk to myself for a minute about what is what do I want to get out of this? What's my key goal? Who do I want to meet? What do I want to talk to? And so... My goal was to meet and hear from other asset managers uh, because it's it's a topic that is not spoken about enough at conferences. There's not that many people doing it. Most people think it's property management. And obviously, as you listeners know, uh, there's a lot more that goes into asset management than uh, you might think. And so obviously, that is the point of this show to show all the different things that go into managing multifamily property after the close. So I was very, very excited um, to meet other asset managers. Um, you, you may have, you will or, or will hear um, a episode that I recorded at the conference uh, with a guy named Mario. Mario is an asset manager down there in South Carolina. I was very excited to meet him and chat about um, all the different things that he has going on. I also got to meet the asset manager of the conference. Uh, that is Frank Rossler. Frank works at, at is a founder and managing partner at Ashcroft Capital. He is Joe Fairless's business partner, and so most people know Joe Fairless. He's the guy that runs the podcast. He's the guy that speaks at the conferences. He is the guy that raises the money for their deals. Frank, his other partner, is the guy that runs the deals and runs the projects and is the asset manager and has a team below him. And so, hopefully, one of these days we will have Frank on the show. Uh, he gave a talk at this conference, which is the first conference I've been to that had a talk on asset management. And uh, I want to give you a little insight into some of the things that he shared. And um, again, hopefully one day we'll we'll have him back on, the, on here on the show. Um, I did score a, uh, a lunch invite, so he and I are going to be having lunch in a few weeks up in New York. Very excited about that. 
Um, before we get into that, uh, just wanted to thank everyone for uh, sticking around, listening to these shows. You know, you guys, it means a lot to me that the outpouring of uh, feedback I've gotten has been really, really awesome, and, and it means a lot. But um, I just want to take that moment because I don't think we address that enough, but I'm, I'm very happy that, that you guys are, are enjoying the show and, and the positive feedback I've been getting. So uh, if you like it, please uh, tell someone else about it because uh, we want to spread the word here. So jumping right in, Frank talked about asset management and he had to start with what is asset management because most people don't know. And so the way that Frank put asset management is that it is the oversight implementation, oversight and implementation of a multifamily property. So uh, you can use asset manager management to uh, affect real change at a property and um, that it, that is uh, how he put it. So I, I liked that. Um, and he started off by saying, you know, if I have a property manager, why would I need an asset manager? Because that really is a common question that, that I hear and apparently that he hears as well. And most of you probably hear or think that as well. And so I think on a smaller property, property management and asset management kind of are the same. But when you're talking about hundreds and hundreds of units, um, these actually are two different roles. And so uh, Frank says that um, you need an asset manager to mitigate um, risk. So he, he says that um, you can have multiple right, the right property, the right team, um, the right structure, but if you have the wrong uh, implementation, then you're going to end up in disaster. And so that that really is a, a core uh, focus that, that I've been thinking about a lot is that asset management really is the difference. It's, it's the operational efficiency of the property. And that really is what contributes to the success or failure. Um, obviously, you want to buy right and, and get a good deal and, and have a bit strong business plan. But app operations, the asset management, that's how we're going to make a property successful. Um, and so the, the other key point is that he makes about to, to answer the question of why would I need an asset manager? That is that asset managers act on behalf of and for the investors, you know, Property management company, third party, that that's not their baby. You know, yeah, they're they're incentivized to keep that property running, but they don't have ownership. They don't have that same feel. The asset manager, the property for the asset manager, that is the, your baby. And and I could not agree more. Um, when when you get into it, each each property that I manage, that's those are my babies, right? They I am responsible to help them grow. I'm responsible for them to be healthy, and I'm responsible to my investors that uh, we take care of these so that, that they are strong and we can uh, make money for everybody. So I really uh, resonated with that. And so Frank then got into what, what really does asset managing a property entail? And he broke it down. I really liked he broke it down between a single property and a portfolio. Um, and so that was, that was really interesting because asset managers have to think about every specific property, but then also at a more macro level across, you know, for, for the company, what is it that we're doing and, and are we making the right business decisions for our property? So what does asset managing a single property entail? Uh, he spoke a lot about key performance indicators, monitoring key KPIs. And obviously that's, that's so important. KPIs, uh, like obviously occupancy, how full is the property? How much are we making? Um, but really, the the big key point there was looking at the pro forma. So we have a few pro formas, right? We we have a budget, 
that we put together in the underwriting and then we get a budget from our property management company and maybe we're adjusting or tweaking that each year. So I want to look at both of those and then I want to look at how my data is performing each and every month. And so how does it compare to where we underwrote? How does it compare to where we want wanted to be this year? Are we making more? Are we spending more? Are, you know, our insurance costs way higher? Whatever it is, we want to know line by line how we're tracking uh, because that obviously tells us the, the health of the property, but then also helps us when we're underwriting our next deals uh, to make the next deal even better and more accurate. Uh, so that's obviously very, very important and something that, that you do on a daily, daily basis. Uh, other, other key points of an asset manager, managing and working with staff, uh, obviously having great relations with the property management, the people that are at your property, maintenance guys, um, leasing team, you know, I, I talk about this all the time and really, really believe that it's so important to have good relationships with the people that are on the ground taking care of your property. So that really uh, resonated with me as well. Um, the other key role, overseeing capital projects. Of course, uh, on all of our projects, we have major, major construction going on, renovations. So we have to control the flow of funds. We have to make sure we're putting dollars in the right places and that we're getting the ROI out of it that we had expected. Um, lender communications being another key role for the asset manager, uh, putting together bank draws, um, financial reporting to the lender, basically keeping the lender informed and on your team and on your side. Finally, uh, improving the quality of life for your residents. And you know, not enough of us, I think, talk about making the residents life better and that at the end of the day you know that's one of the win-win-wins of multifamily real estate is that we're providing a better place for the tenants to live and that's not just in unit renovations but also in amenities in the speed in which we take care of our work orders in our utility savings plans uh safety security um you know all those things go into making the the life of the tenant better and better and it's obviously a recurring topic on this show so uh I was really glad to hear Frank talk about that and, and get into that a little bit. Um, he then talked about you know juggling multiple assets. Um, and he says that uh, a key role of asset management is managing the constant fluctuating needs of dozens of assets, all in different stages. Of the investment cycle can be a challenge in and of itself. Um, and that really makes sense because as we have multiple properties, each property is in a different stage. So some of them are just coming online. We're getting to know the staff. We're maybe uh, evaluating the property. Uh, others are in full-on construction mode. Others are maybe more stabilized or maybe we're doing a refinance. So at, with every project, there's always a ton of different different things going on. It seems to me like we never really get settled and really uh, have any projects quite on cruise control because there's always some kind of new initiative or new effort that we're doing. Um, but, and that's all part of the job. So he says some tips for juggling all those assets. Number one, keeping a system of schedules and reminders. Um, any asset manager is going to have to be organized, going to have to have many calendars and reminders because there are key dates that you need for each of your assets, key uh, reportings that need to go out to investors or lenders, um, key projects, key dates, occupancy metrics that you want to hit, goals. Um, so there, you definitely have to keep track of all these different moving pieces, and that's just compounded when you have multiple assets. Uh, he says to keep an organized file sharing platform. I think that's critical uh, in this day and age to have all your folders and files organized. Uh, we use Google Drive and keep everything uh, there so that the whole team can see what's going on. Delegate and don't become emotionally invested because this is a business uh, after all. 
Um, he then gets into other roles of the asset manager um, that he calls sophisticated portfolio management techniques, things like revenue management, cost segregation, protesting property taxes, um, recapitalizations, 1031s, capital risk mitigation. Uh, so he spoke about all these things as being sort of next level uh, asset management when you're talking about a portfolio. And these are all things that you can do to uh, make sure uh, that you are you know, managing the portfolio effectively and to its highest and best use. Finally, he gave a really nice summary of do's and don'ts for multifamily asset management. And I love this. So we're going to go through the do's real quick and then the don'ts. So do crawl before you walk. Frank talked about start manage your, your own assets, manage one or two uh, single families, uh, then get a little bigger and a little bigger. And so obviously that's what I did. I started with my single family houses. I managed asset, managed my 40 unit and then quickly jumped up and, and started managing some larger and larger projects. He says, do you work with experienced professionals? Of course, everyone on the team uh, should be a professional. You know, every, every time we try to skimp or save or you know, hire someone that might be a little bit cheaper, uh, you tend to end up paying more in the long run. So always work with experienced people. Uh, do know the best practices, you know, and, and part of that is going to conferences. Part of that is listening to this show. Part of that is reaching out and talking to other asset managers to understand how they are managing their properties. Um, the best practices for property management, the best practices for asset management um, so that we can make sure that we are running all of our assets most efficiently. And the last do is conduct weekly calls. Uh, that's something that we do with all of our property managers. Uh, we have weekly calls to talk about occupancy, some KPIs, um, key initiatives going on, any challenges that the site team is having, maintenance issues, um, and then obviously construction as well. And we talk about where we're putting our money and, and uh, how that's going and, and all of that. So um, definitely conduct weekly calls. It's so important to keep your finger on the pulse of the project. One other thing Frank said is visit the property. Um, he he has someone from his team visit each property every single month, if not more often. So for me, I'm about every other month or so. And so uh, and I see the value and the importance and just having FaceTime with the staff and seeing the health of the property is so, so important. Um, so find find what interval works with you uh, and the team. But, you know, really, as as much as possible, you want to be at those properties. So a few don'ts. Um, don't forget about the residents. Like we spoke about before, it's all about the tenants and, uh, we have to make sure that we keep their best interests in mind. Um, we, he says, don't reinvent the wheel. This has already been done. Uh, people are doing this. So, so learn the best practices from other folks. Uh, listen to this show, uh, watch some YouTube videos and, and don't try to do it all yourself. Um, and, uh, and he says, don't be a stranger, you know, always you want to be, be on site. And, uh, and then, um, Excuse me, guys. Uh, that's the last one. So don't be a stranger. So so make sure that you are visiting the property, keeping in touch with the site staff. Say hello to the tenants when you're there. Say hello to the crews. Last time we were down at our property, I spent a few minutes hanging out with our landscaping guy uh, just to, to build a relationship because you never know because that guy might be able to do some work for us on other projects or later on or maybe if he feels like he's got a good relationship with the owner, we might get a little bit better price or or maybe he comes to our property first, whatever it might be. You know, don't be a stranger. Talk to people and and build strong relationships. So that, in a nutshell, is a, is a quick recap of uh, Frank's talk at the Best Ever Conference. Like I said, I was very very excited to to see this being a a topic covered at a major conference like this. I met a ton of great people. Hopefully, some of you guys are listening to this show. Um, 
And that's it. We're going to end right here. So again, thank you guys so much. Love, love the feedback that I'm getting from you. If you are interested in being on this show, please reach out. Um, please like, share, subscribe, ratings, reviews, all that fun stuff. Um, engage with us on Instagram or Facebook. We'd love to hear from you. And uh, I hope you guys have an awesome day. Thank you very much. Thanks for listening to another episode. Check out our website at truemultifamily.show. And if you have an amazing story to tell, share it on our Facebook community, and you might just be the next guest on the show. We're also on all other social networks. Just search True Multifamily. I'm really, really proud to have this show produced by our company, On Air Brands. Check us out at onairbrands.com. We also have an incredible, unique podcasting event that we would love for you to be a part of. Check that out at podmax.co.